Now, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're uh, on WPTF in Raleigh. Good morning, everybody. This is the WPTF Weekend Gardener. Mike Rayley here, uh, sitting alongside Phil Campbell, owner of Campbell Road Nursery. I asked Phil, Phil back. I, I was talking to her earlier in the week, and, and uh, or texting, and I uh, said, why don't you come on over? We're at Farmer's Market, and I'd, I'd forgotten <laughs> that she was on last week. I'd... Phil, I apologize for oh, that's okay. dominating your time. That's okay. Here we when you've got a business to run. Yeah, I know. I might get fired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can only hope, right? <laughs> Would Carlton, Carlton do the firing or is the mayor? No, the mayor will probably fire me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. And yeah. our uh, lead, uh, in, in, except for Mario Dell, the, the, the greatest raconteur on WPTF. Okay, now let's see. Uh, Rufus Edmonds. Rock on tour. Sounds like a rooster I used to have. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Best storyteller except yeah. for Mario Dell. Rockin' R. <laughs> good uh, morning, everybody. Yeah, good morning to you. And um, last but not least, certainly not least, because uh, he outranks all of us, <laughs> Lieutenant, a retired yeah. lieutenant colonel of the Army Ranger Airborne. Airborne, right. Airborne. Introduce yourself. I'm Mart Bumgarner from Orange County Corporate See, Extension. He has to do that during speeches. <laughs> Mart, how you doing, bud? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me on. I I, uh, I really I got here a little bit early today, and I took a walk around. Well, I got here a little bit late today, so that kind of <laughs> evens out. All right, but gosh, what beautiful plants they've got out here. I know. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna leave with some of them today. That's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. and it's um, you know we're we're getting you can tell my banana. But my banana tree is uh, some of the lower leaves are turning yellow, so you know that it's that it's starting to get closer to fall. Yeah, even the, though it's going to be in the 90s today and very hot. Yeah, some of the berries on the dogwoods are starting to turn red, which is pretty neat. So, um, it's I could tell we were in the mountains for a few days last the first part of this week, and you could tell up there um, that it was starting to. Some of the things are starting to go down. Well, the photo period is really interesting. You know, some plants respond to the light. And uh, I had a, one of my master gardeners was saying, hey, look at that okra. Look how short it is, and it's already producing. Why is that? And I said, well, you know, it was planted late, number one. And number two, it's based, you know, it starts fruiting based on the photo period. And uh, so this, uh, it's beautiful, beautiful okra. It's the ornamental red okra, mm-hmm. and it's only probably about, less than a foot and a half tall and most of it when you see it you know it's really really you know six eight feet so but uh talking about the sunlight so it's just amazing some of the changes i know i enjoy that's that's why i like uh, north carolina so much i want to ask the hydrangea expert here phil as you know i've got several around everywhere i have found that they do uh, uh, most people like to say shade I th- mine like a little sun. There are there are a lot of them. Those PG hydrangeas, yeah. the limelights, all of those. People are just planting those in full sun, and they look great. Yeah, there's one in front of Carlton's mom's house, where Catherine lives. It's right up against the house, a white house. The sun hits it until about one o'clock. It comes. 
the sun comes up and hits it, hits it till at least one o'clock. It's in hot, hot, hot sun, and it is doing. Yeah. It does great. I mean, we have ne- we have never had a problem with it. It is it's gorgeous. Is your property an unincorporated area? I I just want <laughs> you got so many houses. <laughs> you, got, uh, you got a bigger population well, than I thought Swift about, Creek. I thought about charging, uh, <clears throat> doing a toll on that road. You know. <laughs> Well, so, in the old days, they might have. Well, my name's on it. I want to cut of it. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Um, no, we just, uh, it was all Campbell property, you know, and and you bring that up, and, and that, that reminds me uh, of one of my friends that, that lived on the road, and his family lived on the road, and that was Phil Franklin. Who was uh, a part-time announcer, uh, off and on for many years at WPTF, and and I'd, I'd say one of my best friends at, uh, uh, of the announcers uh, who his voice, there. his voice was so Soothing. clear and yeah. so, and and so Phil, uh, you know Phil's family grew up down the road from the Campbells. The Franklins are, were down on the left, or some of them. I don't yeah, know. Jones if, Franklin. There right. you go. So, um, but his mom and dad lived on the property. He had two brothers. One of them lived on the road, and another one had moved away and then came back um, and unfortunately was hit on the ro- hit going to the mailbox. So it's just like good grief. But uh, they all lived there, and Phil built his house back in 72. And Lisa, his daughter, kind of uh, was there to help him out right there at the end, her, she and her husband. And they were living in the house now, and uh, unfortunately – a big tree uh, went down on Monday afternoon, and in that storm, and and went down through just right down through the ridge of their house. Yeah, uh, Phil passed away. Was it last year? He passed year? away about a year ago. Yeah, he did. Yeah. And um, so, you know, you've got your memories, but there's they've yeah. lost a lot of his memorabilia, like uh, his fiddle. And, right, and right. he was such a uh, a great. He played Whoa. in groups. Yeah, he was so good and sang. Yeah, one of the uh, last places he played that we heard him play was uh, down in Garner. Yeah. Uh, there's a little, like, coffee house place down there, and he was playing down there yeah. as of, I guess, up to five I mean, years for ago. for decades. So yeah, I, that is, yeah. That is so sad. Our, our uh, thoughts and prayers to uh, And, you know, he Phil's worked daughters. here. Yeah, I used to love yeah, to Phil, see him here. Uh, Phil, in retirement, uh, uh, was was working here at the Farmer's Market, and, and Monica just loved having him here because he was so protective and, and uh, such a – a decent person. Yeah. You know, uh, there straight you as go. an arrow. He was he was a decent person. We yeah. we used and to I call was him. so glad that you, you brought him. He wanted to he wanted to come by the station again. And yeah. he had never worked in, in the Highwoods complex and uh, we had him on the show I don't know, three years ago, something like that. Mike, you never know. You know, you, you think in life you you go through these times where you know I oughta I oughta. I ought to do something, yeah. or I need to do something, That's right. or I'm going to, you know, it's just, um, it's one of those, it's some things that just kind of tug at your heartstrings, and, you know, he he kept saying, you know, I want to go over there with you sometime when you go, and I was like, you know what, I'm coming to pick you up tomorrow. Yeah, So, <laughs> but we we, uh, we love Phil, I, I, I truly love Phil Franklin, and I'm so sorry a, for his uh, for his house, uh, for the I, loss. Hope they, I hope they, they can... Um, fix it up and but there's no way to get that fiddle back right but, right uh, yeah well phil's fiddling in heaven right now that's exactly right <laughs> he doesn't he didn't even need that fiddle anymore yeah <laughs> all right 
919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. Mart, uh, what, what have you folks been doing at the Orange County? <laughs> now, I, I want to oh. ask you about um, what, what is the um, Queen Anne's Lace Oh, yeah, we talked about It that. is the poison hemlock. And it people is, have interviewed. We've interviewed you about it. Yes, yes. And uh, matter of fact, we, we ac- I've learned a lot more than what I knew before. <laughs> um, I did not realize there. We actually have two hemlock. varieties. It is. It's a hemlock. The, the, the different names like uh, Calbane, uh, Poison Spotted Hemlock, Water Hemlock. Uh, but there's actually two different varieties. There's a, a, a Conium. Uh, Conium. Have to have to remember. Uh, maculatum, uh-huh. and then there's the other one, which is, uh, gosh, I, I have to remember the name of it. That's all right. But we're anyway, he won't remember it anyway. <laughs> we're not going to take a test. Poison hemlock. Yeah, yeah, but they're poison. One of them <laughs> was uh, known or thought to have killed uh, Socrates, mm-hmm. uh, the, uh, the water hemlock. Yeah. Bad news. <clears throat> but that one's actually native to, to Orange County. I didn't know that until till one of our uh, herbarium uh, from uh, Chapel Hill contacted me and let me know and. Um, the other one was uh, inter- was found in uh, 1957, but I guess the question is why in the world are we seeing so much more of it? And uh, it, it just seemed to be popping up all over the country or the county. And so one of the things that I did was I actually created a, a heat map. It's called a heat map. People would spot it out there and take a picture of it and send it to me and tell me where the location was. And then I put it on this, you know, once I confirmed that it, it, which variety it was, and I put it on a heat map. And so it's if you go to our website, you can pop up. It's a, it's a, just titled Poison Hemlock Found in Orange County. And you can pull that thing up, and, and you, there's some links down there. You can actually look at what it, what the real one looks like and then what some lookalikes. Well, what's uh, the difference between the looks of the Queen Anne's Lace and that? Okay, that's, very that's a real Orange good County question. Too, yeah. The uh, Queen Anne's Lace has a solid stem, and it has hairs on the all up and down the stem, real short hairs. Needs a shave, yeah. yeah and, yep, sure does. And you can take a look at it. Elderberry also is another lookalike. Uh, the flower, the, you know. Oh, yeah. And uh, we had a lot of that coming up at the house. So a lot you of people were seeing that. Feel. No, man. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm not but, uh, touching it. As a matter of fact, I saw an elderberry down here. It's yeah. uh, got it's it's got berries on it now, and and yep, they can make those purchases. And <laughs> Rubich, y'all making the elderberry wine up there? I have had some, and, and uh, not at a political event. Not fitting to drink. <laughs> I've got a volunteer elderberry coming up, and I'm no, I've got a volunteer mulberry, and I'm going to cut it. Uh huh. I'm going to cut it. Mark, Is it white white mulberry or what color? You were talking about not knowing um, why there's why it's coming up so much. Right. I'm just wondering. You know, a lot of times um, it's really weird around the old house. There, mm-hmm. it's built in 1917, and so a lot of times there's all these kind of these like uh, little bulb flowers or just wildflowers coming up, and and they'll just show up. Right. And it's like, where in the world did that come from? Right. And it makes you wonder if they've been there the whole time. Well, exactly. And, and that's something the, just was right for that to come up. The environment? Yeah. It's, it's, I, know, I know one of the one of them is, um, oh, gosh, what grows everywhere that's a weed, and it's, uh, it has yellow flowers. Oh, well, oh. Uh, help um, me out. Help me out. Uh, I hang on. I, right I'll now. tell you, it's, uh, people call it the wing stem, uh, Queen Anne's, uh, no. No. Uh, golden beard. Uh, no, well, I'll, it'll come back to me in a minute. Okay. But anyway, um, it's it, it's kind of weird because 
some flowers will just pop up in the yard over there. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm like, where? Where did that come from? wonder, you know, because Carlton's great-grandmother uh, used to have a, a sidewalk area going down to, towards the road. I guess their mailbox was there or something that kind of had that way. And you think about, wonder if she had some of that stuff planted beside the sidewalk, you know, back in the, yeah, yeah. In the 1900s. Well, you also talk about um, conditions, environmental conditions. Exactly. You were talking about the tree that came down in front of the house, or that went across the house. Prime example, now there's new sunlight going to be hitting that area that hadn't been there for 20 years. Yeah. And so that seed bed is just going to automatically pop up. But yeah. part of it is mechanical spreading. Um, you know, I'm seeing a lot of this poison hemlock in areas along, uh, uh, you know, easements and where the, the the county you know power lines where they mow or right um and so so you you wonder well maybe maybe they brought that in with them and or they're moving it from point to point um and if you look at the heat map you kind of kind of can see where it is in the county and say oh wow wow oh, yeah. and it's obviously it's 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 usually around water so because it needs uh and the stems are really hollow if you cut cut these uh, poison hemlock open that that stem is just as hollow as it can be uh matter of fact i, I understood that uh some some kids have died because of this poison hemlock because yeah. they were making whistles out of it because you know it's got a hollow stem oh, oh my yeah. gosh <laughs> oh, so uh but but again you know um we're we're thankful that people um or they have an app called Seek that they can help identify what the these plants are. You take a picture of it, it'll come right back. It's called Seek S E E K. It's from iNatural. Uh, iNaturalist, I think, is the the app. Um, but uh, it helps you identify plants. And people, you know, the the common man can can take a look and identify plants that have they have no idea what they are. Right. Right. All right, 919-860-9783. We're at the State Farmer's Market in Raleigh, uh, Long Hill Nursery. John over there yeah. brought, brought us some oh, wow. beautiful, beautiful plants that Rufus, we're going to. Uh, Rufus said one's going home with them. Oh, we're going to give away. And I see why. <laughs> Variegated hibiscus is absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. And I'm sure that when people come, they're going to go very quickly. So this is a warning to you. If you want something that's absolutely gorgeous, you better get here soon because they're in full bloom, and they are very mature. And the one I've got has got enough blooming there for about another another month. And that all of them are hardy, so they will winter over if uh, properly planted. They probably don't like a wet spot like most plants, and uh, you might need to add some mulch during the winter when they die back. Uh, Phil, do you? Do you cut the stems? I don't do anything to it. Okay. I just let it die down, and I don't even pay any attention to it. And then the neatest thing is it pops up in the spring and surprises me, and I go, that's right, I planted that there. (laughs) And it's, I mean, things like that are just nice surprises. Absolutely. Well, by the way, uh, Mike, I, I see our friend Chris here. Chris. Yeah, and, and uh, happy birthday to Mayor Hooks yeah. yes, yesterday. All right. Yeah. Well, let me ask you a question, Chris. Yes. What do you call an intelligent, good-looking, sensitive man? A rumor. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait a minute. What are you insinuating, uh, well, Commissioner? I, I was, he's an intelligent, good-looking, sensitive man. I, I take that back about the rumor, though. <laughs> <laughs> See? He is. See, he didn't mean it. 
919-860-9783. At ease, Colonel. We'll be back. I will stand uh, at ease. All right. 823 WPTF time. Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Okay, we're at State Farmers Market in Raleigh. It's a little warm this morning. It's going to be hotter today, so, uh, but it's North Carolina in August. What, what does one expect? In the 50s, 1950s and 60s, a lot of folks didn't have air conditioning. So uh, it, it's, uh, it, let us be thankful. And cars... Nobody had air conditioning in cars hardly. And my father was a Chevrolet Buick dealer. He had he had one here and there that had air conditioning, but uh, you know, big old Buicks. But it's it's um, it's where we live. It's a beautiful place and enjoy, especially beautiful here at the farmers market because there's so many plants. And I see uh, I see big old a lot of people are planting those those banana trees, Bill. Mm-hmm. I just love uh, now, Rufus. You don't have one. Do you have something against banana trees? I just don't have one. <laughs> I, I figure if they're not going to produce any bananas, let's just stick with the windmill palm that produces the ugliest seeds that you've ever seen. In your That's life. all right. They're they're, they're interesting. <laughs> yes, they they're, are they're interesting. <laughs> kind of out of this world, uh, but I, I I like them a lot. I like the banana tree. I've got one that is so happy. It's just it's just. Exploded, and I, last year and they do die, and uh, or at least parts of them do. Yeah, and I think almost I, down to the ground during the winter. I I lo- I mean I had one with a huge trunk, and it got so big <laughs> last year it was just it was mammoth. And this year it's it's almost it was a side shoot, and it it got almost as big. So seems to be fairly happy. Well, I guess I didn't put enough mulch. Right over top of it, it might not have liked like the nine degrees. I, th- I think that uh, did several things it did. in, or stunted them, or, or did something to them. And we, but you know, it's it's been a really pretty year uh, overall for plants. I think we, we're getting really stellar blooms uh, and more consistency than we've had in past years. Well, I, I will tell you though that. Th- we have had because of the strange weather, real warm, and then and then a really hard freeze in February. That I'm seeing trees that are that are dying, and and we're seeing that just just now. There's a there's one in Hillsboro that uh, right along the Riverwalk, uh, right there on off of Churton Road as you drive across the bridge, that um, that's an old uh, looks like an oak tree that just died for no apparent reason. Um, I've had uh, American hollies just die for no reason. Mm. Buford hollies just die. <laughs> wow. Well, I have this didn't happen since the nine degrees, but there's a grove of white oaks behind the house around one of, uh, where the cell tower is. It's not our property, um, and that grove. I, you haven't bought they that probably up need yet? to check. No. You haven't bought the cell <laughs> they, tower yet. I tried. They probably need to be. <laughs> Probably needs to be checked because there's a whole grove of white oaks that are dying. I mean, there's probably ten or twelve. Well, right? I guess the root the root system have have been disturbed, or I don't know. I mean, I I didn't know of anything that's yeah. happened to it. Yeah, there's 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 a, a disease called armillaria that um, is really bad, and and when the conditions are right, uh, that can kill kill trees. Armillaria. Uh, armillaria. I have not heard of that. Yeah. Yeah. 
it's it's pretty bad. Um, and the way you you identify it is at the base with the soil line. You there's like a fan. It looks like a, a white fan. You pull the bark back a little bit, and you can see it. It's just going up inside the tree. Wow. Yeah. Maybe that's what happened. So I have a maple that fell, and it 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 fell just to the. It was a huge thing that fell just to the house. The only thing it did was dent. Uh, it put a little dent in a gutter. The very top of it. Well, yeah, you're lucky. It, it fell, across, fell across the patio. It was the, it was uh, last September, late September. Mm-hmm. We had had the tropical storm come through here, and uh, a lot of people lost trees, and I lost that one. But it's yeah, yeah it, I, I lost. Uh, you speaking of hollies, I lost a possum haw that uh, split. I mean, there was nothing wrong with it I know of, but it just split. I guess it's just so top-heavy, and I hated to see that go. I love our native possum hall. Mm. They look so neat mm. during the during the winter. So I lost that. So I have a big open spot, and, and uh, I, I cut down a huge pine tree, and I have more. I have less, less pine straw, but I have more sunlight. So I've got to make do with that here in the fall. You were talking about pine. <laughs> I saw the most unusual variegated pine right down here at the farmer's market just a few minutes ago whenever I came in earlier. Never seen a pine needle that has variegation in the needle itself. Have you? What, no. Yeah. Where, where did you see it? It was one of the vendors right there. Yeah. The, um, we went out and took a tour of a nursery on Wednesday. Uh-huh. And uh, actually about an hour and a half tour. And um, I saw some. I can't remember I've what the name of it was. Never, yeah, I, I mean, to me, that, that was so gorgeous. fascinating. Yeah, black pine? I know it wouldn't be a, no. a white pine. There, they don't there, there you go. Take a look at that. There's They're a picture different. of it. I took a picture yeah. of it. No, yeah. I have not seen wow. that. Yes. Uh, Pass that over to Rufus. Let, let Rufus <laughs> look at that. Sure. <laughs> study yeah, study that, counselor. And tell me what that is, Rufus. <laughs> Do you have wow. any? I've never seen anything like that. Do you have anything like that on your phone? No, I don't. Well, maybe you should. I mean, if you look at the needles, they're they're variegated. It's it's green on the tips and then white on the on the inside. I mean, I, yeah, I have, <laughs> I have never seen that. And I've seen I've seen uh, evergreens, uh, conifers, maybe with some variegation, mm-hmm. right? But not pines. Wow, never seen anything like it. Wow. Okay, well, that's something that you can tell your master gardeners. You have a lot of stuff going on. Oh, we do. We certainly do. Um, I, I work at Bonnie B. Davis uh, in Hillsboro, Bonnie B. Davis uh, Agricultural Center, and um, our master gardeners, uh, our last class was in 2022. Our next one will be in 2024. But uh, we've got a, a plants uh, plant fest coming up on um, October the 14th, and it's there at our building from 9 a.m. till uh, 2 p.m. And we're going to have a lot of demonstrations and, and sell a lot of plants. But uh, each will have about nine or nine booths, I think, that uh, for educational outreach and wow. stuff for kids going on. But our master gardeners have been uh, de- class actually designed five different beds, demonstration beds. And we're in the process of making those beds work. Uh, one of the problems that we that we have is we've got these two 1,000-gallon cisterns that take rainwater from the, the roof of our building. But we can't effectively water our plants with it. And so we're, we've designed an irrigation system. Um, it's And we're trying to, to raise money now for that. 
uh, irrigation system. So uh, uh, we've got a, a demonstration garden around the sign uh, of our building, and we've got uh, one on the slopes. We've got container gardens, and we've got uh, a tactile uh, garden. We've got an edible vegetable garden. We just built three new raised beds. We've got uh, grape arbor, and we've got both blackberry arbor as well, and we've got a lot of plants. And uh, I just recently purchased some new plants. I've never heard of this this berry before. A client called me, and it's called a honey berry. Have you ever heard of a honey berry? It looks like a blueberry. Yeah, it's, you showed me that showed picture. Pictures. Oh, my goodness. Well, after I said, well, well ma'am, I, I don't know why your plant is dying, but I'm, I, I'll have to do a little bit of research, and uh, I ended up buying two of them. Uh-huh. <laughs> So just to see, I'm going to plant them there at the uh, office and uh, see how they do. Is it a dark colored like a blueberry? It is. It looks like a blueberry, but it, it, it looks like a thumbnail. Um, it's flat on one end and kind of tapered on the other. And uh, right. it's called a honey honeyberry. I and, like that. Uh, they're from, uh, you asked me, uh, Phil, about where they came from, native, from Japan and Russia. Okay. But it looks like a, a blueberry almost, but it's called a honeyberry. And uh, I'll see if I can pull up a picture. Very interesting. Who was Bonnie? Bonnie B. Davis was an extension agent. Um, uh, it, she was the she's the first. Um, it was home economics or the family consumer science is what is is changed into now, but it was a home ec uh, extension agent, um, and she's a lovely lady uh, who who worked I think. 30 years in Orange County. Wow. Um, and this is the first uh, building that's uh, named after, you know, for for a woman of, of African-American descent. And uh, she's a lovely lady. And, um, I, Bonnie I don't, Davis. Bonnie B. Davis. That's correct. Wonderful. I am so glad to, to learn about that. <clears throat> I have never, I got to tell you, I've never seen a, a <laughs> lavender Tesla before. I don't <laughs> either. I don't know if that's, that's standard if somebody got wild with a spray can. <laughs> But that, that's, um, a, that's just a little sideline. Um, so that that is the honeyberry. Uh, honeyberry, isn't that unusual looking there? Uh, that leaf is unusual. Attorney looking. General, yeah. sir, looks more like a big old fat uh, worm to me. <laughs> oh <laughs> or, no! It, it looks. It could be a, ju- a jujuberry. It looks like a jujuberry almost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or or a, a gummy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, gummy. A gummy. Yeah. Yeah, there's a. How, how do they taste? I don't know. I I don't know. I've never, never tried one before. Never seen it before. Yeah. Well, good. You can tell us a couple of years from now. I will. They say right. it takes about three years to make a pie and bring it. I so, will. Mark. I will. You have to check with the ladies and guys over here. Yep. At the um, I guess the, the Oriental, Oriental, food. Oriental Foods. And yeah, and ever. and they might can tell you about that. They they may. That's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. They're always here. They're usually well, closing up by the time we get. They must. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's a that's a popular area yeah. for for a lot of people. And they've got a lot of interesting looking fruits and vegetables over there. Yeah, I don't even do. know what they are, and don't know how to cook them. <laughs> Be interested right? to to learn how to to use those. Look, um, I've got a um, a friend who who makes soup out of loofah gourds. Have you ever heard heard of loofah gourds? I have, soup? definitely, yeah. So I think that's be interesting to try that. Oh, uh, my goodness. Yeah, I, they is that what you make? Uh, sponge. Back, yeah, it's a backwasher. Yeah. Right. Yeah, <laughs> scratcher. 
You like to have your back scratched. Phil. Yeah. <laughs> I do that on the golf cart seat. Mm. I've got a pad, I mean, a cover in my golf cart seat. And, you and when I get on it, I can stretch, do that. And you, <laughs> yeah. In the meantime, your golf cart's going all over the place. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How about that? It's like, how'd you, right. get, how'd you run into that tree? Oh, I was scratching my back. <laughs> uh, uh, Mr. Uh, General, uh, the General here. Do you have wanted, anything to contribute this well, morning? Well, uh, I want to ask about that uh, little tiny uh, pink plant that comes up every year in the in the yard, all over the place. It's just lovely. It looks like a four-leaf clover. Uh, it's not sorrel, is it? No, no, it's what we were talking about a minute. No, ago. Uh, oh, uh, flo- not flocks. No, uh, well, no what uh, was it? Um, it's like sort of like a, it would be akin to a cyclamen. Uh, I just love it and hate when it's mowed down. And, and wondering how I can coop it up and tame it and put it in one place. <laughs> we it, just it, talked it's a very common name. You all would know it. You, you were talking about things popping up in the yard. No, what, we just talked about it. And now <laughs> I, I forgot it again. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not flocks. It is, gosh, um, <laughs> is, it, is, it, is it a little bulb? Everything comes uh, around to flocks. No, it's not. It's not a bulb. It's. Um, <laughs> uh, the, it almost uh, the the foliage almost looks like a four leaf clover. Well, it grows. You gotta have your microphone I on, know, Phil. I'm trying to think. <laughs> <laughs> you have to take the headphones off. It that grows. Was it blocking something. Yeah, it is. Oxalis. Oxalis. That's it. That's yes, right. thank yeah. you. We were just talking about it because Oxalis. see, we have the wild oxalis. In the in the greenhouse that just goes everywhere that blooms right. that blooms yellow, okay. All right, mine blooms pink. Right, yours and that's exactly what I was talking about. Some of that comes up. It's got to be people back in the day when these houses were built. Right, they had in to the have place. had it. Yes, they had to have had that in their yard. Yeah. It has to be. I think it's gorgeous. Oh, it is. But it'll just pop up in the in the front yard of the old house. Yeah. And it's like, well, I wonder if Carlton's great granny planted that there, you know? And and so you, it makes you wonder. But I don't imagine I could in any way collect it and tame it and put it in one place. You it, probably can. But I, I've never never done. You have to, to get a. What, you have to get a, a big a bulb there or not? Is there you have a, to get a big hunk. Is there a tiny bulb? I don't think there's a bulb on oxalis i think it's just a root oh but that's what i love that stuff i mean yeah. that people used to have it all the time and that's and right it's kind of weird let's, how it just um, pops up let's head to rocky mount as bart rittner used to say and talk with brother lewis lewis musser i'll bet hey lewis hey the great bart rittner the great Rest bart rittner yeah. my buddy he taught me a lot right of stuff here in the cemetery yeah he's he was a Rocky Mountain guy. Started out at WCEC, I believe. And, yeah, uh, with uh, with Uncle Ray, Ray Wilkinson. That's yeah. right. And yeah, Uncle wow. Ray brought him to 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 Raleigh, and uh, Bart worked at WRLAM, and then he was a part of a team during the one of the I guess it was Dan Moore's inauguration, and he he was uh, so good in his commentary. During the uh, parade, uh, you know, there would be times when the parade would stop, uh, the inaugural parade, and Bart would just go on and on and on, just ad-libbing. And uh, Graham Pointer, who was a program director at WPTF, heard this and said, we got to have that guy. So they hired him. He was tremendous. He had such a homey style, and 
It, of course, everybody remembers that Tommy quelled the prison riot. The, he did. The prisoners called he, him to, to, to negotiate. And they wrote him all the time. Yeah. yeah, he got letters all the time uh, from from prisoners at Central Prison. And, by golly, they brought in old Bart, and uh, Governor Hunt gave him an award. I'm not sure what award it was, yeah. but uh, there, I have a photo of of Bart coming coming out of the prison <laughs> wow. in a suit. Speaking a suit of and photos, did you see that post uh, that someone Randy Shackelford sent it to me of, of the birthday party there at the community center in 1960? I did. Lorraine Abernathy's eighth birthday, and you were there, and I was there, and Steve Moore, and all the young yeah. girls were there. But you know, all that. I, I saw the name, but I couldn't pick myself out. I don't know which one I was. It was it was so dark and blurry. But I picked uh, you out. I saw you. You. We were right there together, pretty much, and we were all wearing little bow ties. Yeah. And a preacher's kid. I was the only one with a suit jacket on. But you know, all the girls were wearing <laughs> yeah. their dresses and little right. shiny patent. Leather so we were we were very we were very young. Boy, I, I don't know about a preacher's kid. Uh, back up home, we had a preacher's son that couldn't keep him out of jail. It's <laughs> <laughs> called a PK. And Lewis, the preacher, not Mister Musser's uh, the, children. The, the preacher's daughter was something else too. Back home, yeah. Well, let's let's not get into that. Let's not delve well, too far yeah, into that. They never put me in jail, you know. But uh, anyway, there is something to that preacher's kid thing. But you know, that brought back the memory of that actual party. I could remember that they had a big round metal tub there. Filled with icy water, not just ice, but icy water. It was full of bottled Pepsis. And they had oh, a jukebox yeah. that night. And they were playing songs like Running Bear by Johnny Preston and Sweet Nothing <laughs> by Brenda. Lee. Well, you have a All really right. good memory, Lewis. I don't, I don't, I do well, not remember that. I usually I remember. I'm, I'm sure we had a crush on at least one or two of those little gals. Oh, absolutely. Night. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I'm glad. I'm glad That's you brought great. that up. I, those, those are good memories. Those Nashville memories. Uh, I think. I think it was titled "You Might Be from Nashville If." <laughs> and um, <laughs> we oh can my. add a lot of things to that. Absolutely, but. absolutely. Well, everybody from Nashville says, "Hey, I just want to see if you if you saw that, Mike." I did. I did. And well, I you really. I am proud, really. Buddy. I'm really. Um, usually, I can remember a lot of stuff. From uh, my child, I mean, I can remember when I was three years old. I can remember stuff that happened when I was three years old. So I, I'm surprised I don't remember that party. But uh, something I just remember that. Big <laughs> I guess we were just partying tub. too much there. <laughs> big round metal tub filled with Pepsi Colas. You don't forget that, I man. I know. I'm surprised I didn't two. fall in it. <laughs> or somebody. Well, great talking to you, and take care, and uh, y'all have a wonderful weekend. All right, buddy. Thank you, you too, Lewis. Lewis. Everybody in Nashville says hey. Hey to, hey. hey to everybody there. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. You were talking a while ago, Mike, about people writing Bart Rittner from Central Prison. Well, I got letters, too, but they weren't so kind. <laughs> I, I, we, used to get, we used to get on notebook paper. We used to get letters. They all looked alike from President. Now, I did in the late 70s did a song that Charlie Gaddy had done back in the 60s called Night Song. And it was a request show. It was just an hour. Yeah. But I would get requests via prison mail. And I kid you not, I have letters <laughs> somewhere 
uh, unless somehow they'd been thrown away in moves, uh, from Velma Barfield. Oh, my goodness. She used to write. Oh, my goodness. She used to write to um, send dedications to Johnny in the McCain prison unit. That was during. Velma Barfield was uh, the the first woman ever, maybe, I don't know, who was executed in North Carolina. Absolutely. I was attorney general at that time. For several poisonings. But uh, yeah, the ones they caught her at. Yeah, and I almost had I almost had to cover that execution. My name was in the in in the rotation, but I I, I did not. Yeah, did not take part in that. So it, uh, the irony of ironies in this life. But Bart Bart used to get them all the time, and they just loved Bart Ridner. They loved listening to him. Bart, you never could figure out what side Bart was on, right? Because if you argued one way on the sh- on the open line, Bart would argue the other way. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and then <laughs> then on Ask Your Neighbor, which he took over from from uh, Charlie Gaddy, Bart was um, he was a a cupcake. He he was just he was just the sweetest guy. Yeah. Taking those recipes. I got a letter one time when I was attorney general that said. Ruf, a postcard, Rufus Raleigh. Dear Mr. Attorney General, I'm in prison here with some really, really bad people, and would you please let me out? Well, I looked into it. The man had broken into 22 homes. He'd assaulted several police officers, and I called up the warden. I said, please convey to your prisoner that I'll just leave him there while you're <laughs> Oh, Rufus. Uh, the Rufus stories, Raleigh. The stories, stories we can all tell. One. I've got that postcard to this day, Rufus Raleigh. 919-860-9783. Jason, do we need to take a break? I guess we, we, oh, we can skip it. Oh, okay. How, how do we skip a break? <laughs> Sounds like we do as bad as I'm getting. <laughs> I, I got to tell you, I saw, um, saw Rufus uh, sort of dancing last week because there was music in that pet show. I was very impressed. Good rhythm. Oh, my. <laughs> Yeah, Must have did, been a beach music song. I, I don't did, know. Yeah, I, I love my shaggy. Anyway, so I, uh, I just had some stamina. <laughs> <laughs> so your uh, your master gardeners uh, are doing well. Oh yeah, master gardeners are really really growing. Um, we're we're doing all kinds of outreach and so forth in the schools. Uh, we're we're working again demonstration gardens. Um, plant fest uh, again pre- preparing for that uh, doing a lot of propagation of plants for new material to to bring to the plant uh, plant fest so it's really doing well but um, Rufus you were asking about oxalis and yes. and uh, the wood sorrels are in the oxalis family and okay. and you were talking about that um, they have what's like what's called like a corm corm okay, okay. A corm. yeah yeah. So the corm is what you what you trend. It's not a bulb, but it's a corm. It's sort of bulb-like, but bulb-like. A little. For example, if you break uh, the the wild violets, they have those little corms at the Absolutely. bottom. Absolutely, that's exactly the, what the, these those uh, little devils. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so if you can if you can dig up a couple of those and, and put them in a, yeah. a container, that'd be great for a container garden. You know, small you know small planter yeah. or something like that. We'll have to hunt them in the spring before the they get mowed down. That's right. That's I'm right. gonna put flags up next year and, and dig up some because I just love them. Yeah, and you you just get a clump of soil around it, and, yeah. and just plug it out and you'll be fine. I'm sure it will will spread. Yes, absolutely. The 
I've got uh, oxalis growing at the house as well, but but mine's uh, the triangular type. Um, Meaning what? The leaves are triangular. Yeah. And it's a red uh, oxalis. Yeah. Mine, mine is all, all pink. And Phil was talking about something. But you're yellow. talking about the flower, though, right? Not the leaf. Yeah, the flower. Yeah, the leaves on mine are, are triangular. Oh, 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 okay. Of my oxalis that I have at the house. Yeah. Uh, red leafed. Uh, I think it's called yeah. irregular. As, as I mentioned, mine would look like clover. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and stupidly enough, I've tried to look for five leaf clover in the oxalis. I don't think it exists. No, I, not that I've seen. As not, much clover as you have, you don't have enough <laughs> well, five leaf clover. I, I, was, I was pretending that oxalis was clover. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, I have. I, I find quite a few. I bet you do find four leaf clover. Well, oxalis is a lot like the um, shamrock. Yes, absolutely. Because it's got yeah. the, the it, it inverts at the tip, kind of goes in yeah. like a heart shape. Each leaflet's like a heart shape. Yeah, that. That's a good comparison. Well, I've learned now what to do about oxalis. It's been well, I am glad. I don't me. think we've ever talked about oxalis more than we have. You remember oxalis, don't you? You used to live down the, <laughs> yeah. in the holler. That was Jewel's sister. <laughs> well, I'm glad. Or I'm Sher- glad. Cheryl's sister. Cheryl. <laughs> so, <laughs> I wonder if they have any oxalis here. Any I unusual? haven't seen it. They have some unusual plants here. They probably do. You know, they here. probably do. But, um, uh, I just didn't see any this morning when I was out looking around. Yeah. But, How about that? Well, so I tell you, there is one one um, mar- one of the shops over there that's got peppers. It's got tomatoes. It's got, I mean, to look across and look at the color selection, absolutely phenomenal. I saw that with, with hundred, it looked like maybe 100 varieties of peppers and about 50 yes, of them. Yes, yes. Yes, the ghost peppers. They've got black uh, and red, and yeah, <laughs> I'm telling you, I, I took a lot of. Do you great like pictures. hot peppers? I, no, I, <laughs> Ru, Ruth's, Ruth's I, like semi-hot. Uh, yeah, we're, I'm growing Tabasco. The only problem about Tabasco peppers is they don't yield. Oh my they, gosh! They yield right <laughs> before it, the frost. And so, if you're lucky, if you get one there, that's that's a beautiful. That, isn't that a beautiful display? That's that's what I. <clears throat> So Nate, I, Nate, do you yeah. like do you like hot hot stuff? Yeah, semi. And, and my brother-in-law Robert Harris, the the judge at the industrial commission, tells me that that you can mess up a good hot sauce with the ghost pepper. He, oh he, yeah, it doesn't take just, much. Just, he, he likes to go so it's too much with habaneros and uh, the the regular. Yeah. What I just, what the the common one that I just mentioned. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we we're gonna take a. We've already been through an hour. I don't know how in the world we, we did that, but uh, it's it's already an hour. First hour of the weekend gardener. Hour number two coming coming up, and the manager of the State Farmers Market, Monica Wood, will will join us. She's over there talking right now. More coming up on WPTF.